0: Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to com to find out how. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone tap iPhone.
1: These are the daily tech headlines for Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. I'm Jen Cutter. South Korea's communication watchdog, the Korea Communications Commission, will begin investigating Apple and Google on August 16th over potential violations of the country's in-app payment rules. The rule, which both Apple and Google agreed to, allows app developers to use third-party payment options for in-app purchases instead of their own systems. The KCC can issue correction orders or fines, and the fines can be up to 2% of the company's average annual revenue for related businesses. Snapchat's parental controls, promised back in May, have launched as Family Center. The Family Center currently offers just one feature. It allows parents to see who their kids are chatting with, but does not grant access to the content of the messages, though parents or guardians will be able to report potential abuse from the teen's friend list to Snap's trust and safety team. Adults will need to install Snapchat on their own device in order to link it to their child's to be able to use it. WhatsApp announced new privacy features yesterday. Users will be able to silently leave groups, only letting administrators know rather than the whole chat, and users will also be able to hide active online status from specific people, with both those features rolling out this month. WhatsApp is also testing blocking others from taking screen caps of messages meant to be viewed one time. The company also announced on Twitter users will have two days after sending a message to delete it, up from one hour. Note that all recipients must be on the latest version of WhatsApp for it to work, and you won't be notified if messages fail to delete. Microsoft announced a partnership with Unity using Azure as its cloud solution for real-time 3D experiences. Microsoft's Corporate Vice President of Game Creator Experiences and Ecosystems, Sarah Bond, said real-time simulation will become crucial across industries including medicine and manufacturing. Sennheiser announced the Momentum 4 wireless noise-canceling headphones for $349.95. The new model drops the retro look to focus on being lightweight and offering exceptional comfort, as well as better active noise cancellation compared to the Momentum 3. Other notable features are multipoint connectivity, wired USB-C audio, replaceable ear pads, and the battery life is up to 60 hours of playback time. The Momentum 4s are up for pre-order now and in stores on August 23rd. Microsoft warned Office 2016 and 2019 users they might experience issues connecting to Microsoft 365 backend services starting in October 2023, but users won't be blocked from connecting. Connections will be allowed until those Office editions are out of support in October 2025. The Microsoft statement adds, these older clients may encounter performance or reliability issues over time. Google Stadia announced two new features. One allows YouTube streamers to switch between Stadia games without having to start a whole new stream each time they want to play something else. And the other is called Party Stream, which lets players stream their gameplay to other players in their party. Party Stream supports up to 10 people and can be a mix of other players and spectators. These features will roll out to all systems within a week. Oppo, a Chinese smartphone brand, and its sub-brand OnePlus have stopped sales of phone in Germany following their loss in a patent suit with Nokia. Nokia won an injunction to halt sales last Friday over Oppo's use of patented technology for processing 4G and 5G signals without a license. Oppo and OnePlus's German sites were updated to make no mention of hardware at all, including phones and smartwatches. Take-Two Interactive's first quarter of its fiscal earnings report failed to meet expectations even after their acquisition of Zynga. Take-Two reports a net loss of $104 million and adjusted its annual forecast to $5.8 to $5.9 billion instead of over $6 billion. TechCrunch confirmed Groupon cut over 500 staff, 15% of its 3,416 employees, across several departments including sales, recruiting, engineering, and marketing. Groupon's CEO says the reorganization is to focus only on mission-critical activities and will adjust its real estate holdings to be more in line with hybrid work. And a live-action Pac-Man film is in development from Bandai Namco Entertainment. Yes, I did say live-action Pac-Man. The film has Bandai Namco Entertainment teaming up with Wayfarer Studios with the idea from Chuck Williams, who worked on the Sonic the Hedgehog film. This won't be the first time Pac-Man has been on the screen, as there were two previous TV cartoon series, one on ABC and the other on Disney XD. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline. Please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.